Oh no, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too busy too busy eating pizza right now. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Best of Five. I hope you get greasy pizza fingers all over the splitter and the and the boards and everything, and we have a ton of technical problems, and you stress out all because of it. Well, I have a napkin on my pizza, so I'm good. Anyway, um, oh, hey, Steve, I got an email thanks to you. I'm going to thank you. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Blue. Um, and welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Best of Five show. Uh, my name is Elon. I'm joined here by the true... Papa John, giving everybody pizza, making everybody's pizza dream come true. John Velociraptor Guerrero, and we got. I've replaced the old Papa John because he uh, ate too much pizza and was racist. Mm-hmm. He's the benevolent Papa John. Probably shouldn't talk with my mouthful. Probably um, not, but you know it's okay. Yeah, and uh, last but not least, certainly. How not is least. there a Papa John's emote? Oh, that's Eric. <laughs> That's Eris. It's email. just it's just Eris. It's ATP bigot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Eris? Yeah. No, well, that's not Eris's no, stream. The, the emote belongs to Eris. Oh god. Hey, you know what? I, I just got to say that I may have lost some bets this this weekend. Like I may have lost a lot of bets this weekend with you guys. You you did. You did. I actually you lost uh, a lot. I came out ahead as far as overall bets, and I actually left with a new fight stick and PS4 pad. But it it warms my heart, especially this close to the holiday season, to be able to make sure that you losers have food, you know, on the table and stuff. So you're welcome, and I'm and I'm glad to be able to do it for you. I went in knowing that this was probably going to be the outcome because this is always the outcome. Yep, and look. So, He's there's Bizarro Mike. Chair. Bizarro Mike did not trust in my selection, and I did not get last. So honestly, Bizarro Mike, you should just give me the cinnamon roll. You were gonna get John. We talked about it for like five minutes. <laughs> 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 like there at Capcom Cup, I'm there as event hubs, and here's a Capcom representative. What am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be asking them all the hard questions and seeing what it'll you know let go of. No, we talked about cinnamon reels and stuff, and then and cinnamon then reels. You know, Cinnamon wheels. I'm sorry, I've had three sips of my day drink beer, and uh, I slur my words now. Cool. But yeah, that's the kind of weekend I had. Thank you, Pedantic Sim, for uh, subscribing to us. Thank and you. And our uh, pizza betting ways. Yeah, and Bizarro Mike, I did not get last. So really, you should give me a cinnamon roll. Anyway, tonight on the show, uh, I don't even have my phone because I'm still eating this pizza. But tonight on the show, we're going to talk about the obvious stuff. Capcom Cup happened. For those of you that don't know, oh, sh- Bizarro Mike's getting all three of us a cinnamon twist. Well, no, he's giving yeah. two of us a cinnamon roll. <laughs> no, he's oh, giving God, he's getting all three of us one. Do you still owe Steve? Do we still owe Steve a pizza? <laughs> no, no, this this settles everything. Like I had to go through and calculate like the last six pizza bets to make sure everybody was all square. So we are all good now. Okay. Everything is settled. We are starting 2020 uh, with fresh. Clean slate, yeah. A zero. Clean slate. Can you remind me? Because I don't even remember. I, all I did was I knew I lost a lot, and I texted the chat um, from uh, Capcom Cup, and I said, can you please tell me how much money I owe everyone and, and just, just give me that number. But I don't actually remember all the bets that I lost. 
So I'm so, hoping that we can recap those. So there were five pizza bets. Mm-hmm. The first one was for the last chance qualifier, which Elon won. Thank you, chat. You guys voted on that one. <laughs> there was one between the two of us, whether if you could beat uh, any of the three players we picked and you could not. Um, that was just me. Like, I'd give you a pizza if you beat anybody. So you Thanks, didn't owe man. me for that. Oh, so I lost that one, but I didn't have to give up a pizza for it. Right. Yep. Great. <laughs> then we had the main the main uh, competition, which I won. Mm-hmm. Then you had uh, the one with Alon, if that on uh, Alon finishing last place, which he did not. Yeah. And who, who got me? Wait, uh, hold, hold up. Before we go on, I just want to mention who got me in not last place. Uh, what was oh John was in last place. Yeah, but who, who? Which person? <laughs> he that means I which picked? competitor that he oh, bet on? Yes, because you didn't bet on Fujimura Fudo. and Juan. You got you had Fudo, Fudo on your score. And who else made top sixteen? Actually, yeah, who else made top sixteen in that list of mine? Hot Dog Twenty Nine. And you guys started shit talking me for picking Hot Dog Twenty Nine. So suck it. I present it, man. I deserve to. So. We will off stream because it's against Twitch TOS. Oh, I'll, I'll get on my but, car and drive over. And then the last one was uh, the one between you and Bizarro Mike about going 500, which you did one and two, which was respectable. I did go 500. I had you. No, you were listed as one and two. Let no, me double check. I, yeah, because I lost my first game, last game, last round to Slavic Gold's Urian. And then I beat a Vega player, and then I beat I Peru, and then I lost last game to Jobin. And it was the craziest Nikali big hair deep the end of our set. And for those of you that don't know, Jobin's known as like the nuttiest Japanese player ever. We were both in V Trigger Nikali, and we spent like 30 seconds doing nothing. You have never seen that happen ever. And then I jumped, and I, I I died. So I apologize. He does owe you a uh, cinnamon roll wheel. It was at five hundred and better, or just it was five hundred. Oh well, then yeah, you guys shouldn't get cinnamon wheels then because I won the bet. Wait, what do you mean you you got five hundred out of everybody on the quad? That means that no, I'm he, not. He went two and two. He went five hundred. I'm not a pure loser. Oh, okay, I got a little bit of wind sprinkled in. Okay, and it tastes like cinnamon. Well, uh, as great as all this is, I think we should get to the show. All right, fine. We, we can recap Pro- everything. We're, we're going to get together with Bizarro Mike and figure out the cinnamon wheel situation. Um, but uh, I think, Steve, can we, can we hit up a recap? Uh, we can start a recap. Uh, obviously, Capcom Cup was the big story this weekend, but there was another event that took place in South Korea, uh, the International Esports Foundation held their annual Esports World Championship. Uh, they, they had it for multiple games. Only one fighting game on the docket, and that was Tekken 7. Uh, but it was a chance for the home nation to celebrate because their representative, Ni, took home the gold. Take, the silver. Dojin, representing Philippines, taking home the bronze. You see the rest of the top eight, including Anakin, uh, finishing just outside the medal rounds. So congratulations to everyone who competed uh, 
in the IESF. Um, and what's next? And, well, here's the thing. Next, we would talk about Capcom Cup. And that started with the last chance qualifier. Uh, there is a slight there some problem. great matches. I remember watching some of the best Street Fighter V that I have ever seen. And it's from people that you wouldn't expect. You know, you're thinking, oh, it's the top 31 in Capcom Cup. No, people that, that they just put on some shows at the last chance qualifier. It was nice to be able to watch. Well, here's the thing. Um, we, I, I tried to get this recap ready, and I worked so hard. Um, but unfortunately, due to logistical issues, uh, we could not stream uh, the recap of the Last Chance Qualifier. However, I did hook up with my friend, uh, Main Squeeze Offsuit, and we were able to get some backpack streaming of the... Of the uh, uh, Recap. So, if we could uh, cut to that, please. Okay. The weekend started out with the last East King offsuit versus last chance qualifier recap. It was one. interesting to watch. Um, sort of an old school feel, for better or for worse. Uh, you had plenty of streams going on uh, over the shoulder IRL stuff. It was it was an experience, uh, but the results were interesting as well, but for much better reasons. Uh, you had a few names that Let's you go. didn't expect to see, uh, like Blarlad, a guy who very few people outside of SoCal have probably heard of, but he was doing damage all day, making it all the way to top eight. You also had an incredible run from Commander Jesse. Uh, just list, looking at the names he knocked off, he knocked off Stupendous, Haitani, Xiaohai, Trash Bites, uh, Yuji, who's had an incredible year, Yusei uh, and Mizuha to get all the way to second place. So an incredible run for him. But unfortunately, LCQ, is it's a vicious tournament, man. First place, you get a spot in the final. Second place, you get a handshake, and better luck next year. Uh, the person who got that shot is Moke, who returned to the Capcom Cup uh, with his win here. He, he, Moke is a guy who was competing a lot early in the year, lost his sponsorship, uh, and said, hey, you know what? I'm not going to be able to... I hope... Is it over? You know, but then, it, it's um, close enough to over. His um, FGC came together. Okay. Yeah, um, hopefully um, we're going to try next year to get uh, get some uh, better planning so that we can actually bring the Last Chance Qualifier recap to you in the quality you deserve. Um, but can we actually talk about the LCQ? You know, joke bit aside... Um, first, before we go, <laughs> Fish Sticks, thank you so much for the uh, the sub with the Twitch Prime. Thank you. And I am applauding you because you are um, subscribed to us and not uh, not just because you're my boss. Oh, <laughs> that sub was for Steve. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just, to, just to remind everybody, you could you, if you have Amazon Prime, that means you can get a free sub on uh on twitch so you might as well just use it on us because you're gonna forget about it if you didn't know about it already okay so just go ahead and hit that button use that free sub on here thanks do it um but yeah thank you for sticks much appreciated uh what were we oh yeah lcq what were we gonna talk about it 
Well, do we want to talk about the streaming side or the actual tournament first? Well, what did, what were you trying to bring up? Um, I was going to talk about the actual tournament first. Okay, let's talk about the actual tournament. Because you had, you know, it was it was such a weird throwback, you know, at least watching from home. Because you had like I, I was listing all of the streams on Juked, and I had at one point eleven English streams and four other, uh, non-English streams listed. So trying to keep track of all the matches was insane. But it was like, it was so anti-traditional esports presentation, you know, it's just match after match after mm-hmm. match. Like top 24 took like two and a half hours mm-hmm. from from start to finish. Yeah. Um, which was really, and you had some really good players. Like I had never heard of Blarog, uh, or Blarlag. Yeah. Do you, the, do you... uh, Abigail player, right? I play him yeah. online sometimes. He, he was just ridiculous that weekend. And and then, uh, who, uh, bleh, excuse me, Commander Jesse. Oh my goodness. He, he, like, I thought, I thought Dalson was actually a good character for a minute. No, he is a good character. Hot damn. Like, he's got his problems, but Dalsim is absolutely a um, – he's a thing. In the same way, I will argue that Laura is a thing. It's not that they're the best characters in the game, but they can get the job done. Man. They really can. Are, are you surprised he went as deep as he did? I mean, Dalsim can go pretty deep. I don't even think that's a surprise to anybody. Commander Jesse, though? No, uh, Jesse is, he has had a presence for a while. I played him firsthand, mostly in Street Fighter 4, but it taught me what kind of player that he is. And a, his mind, the way the way that he approaches fighting games paired with the different um, qualities that Dalsum has, like you have to learn Street Fighter 5, and then you also have to learn how to fight Dalsum in Street Fighter 5. And those, like, if you don't have both of those things, you're not beating him. And uh, and Jesse's like really good at, at like raising that bar even further with his really intelligent play. It feels like you know Jesse because I think back to uh, that E League reality show, and you know, with all due respect to everybody on there, it felt like Jesse and JB were at a level that no one else on that show was at, yeah. and that has continued. Jesse has just been continuing, even though he hasn't been able to travel uh, like some of the other players. Whenever he's at an event, he can always do some damage. I didn't necessarily expect him to be the one to to be the last American standing in this situation, but I'm not so shocked that he did well. He has just been on that grind for so long, and it's good to see him, uh, you know, make that deep run, but LCQ is such a brutal tournament. You know, first place gets a chance to go uh, play for cap for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Second place gets a pat on the back, and better luck next year. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, obviously, we talked about the good part of it a lot. Before we go on, there we go. I'm I'm audible again. Uh, before we go on, Doctor Swagenheimer, two months in a row. Thank you for your subscription. Thank you. Much Good appreciated. Sir. I was eating pizza, so I figured I would be better off muting myself. It was great. It's very unprofessional. Just want to say that. Unprofessional or professional? That I had unprofessional. The, well, I had the 
thought of muting it before I started eating. So that is professional. And you're just bitter. Um, but I unfortunately didn't get to see much of the LCQ because uh, I had work. So I let you guys well, have at it. <laughs> well, neither did many other people. Mm-hmm. Or at least That's as many true. as could have. Yeah. Um, if you had not heard, if, you, if you're if you not a Street Fighter V fan, uh, for whatever reason, on, was it Wednesday or Thursday when they announced it? It was, it was Wednesday, a day after our show. Everybody does this on purpose. The day after our show is when shit hits the fan, both good and bad. Well, Capcom announced that due to logistical issues, uh, that they would not be able to stream the last chance qualifier. So that kind of threw everything for a loop. Um, they never said why they weren't able to. There's speculation all about, but nothing confirmed. Um, but uh, we did have multiple people step up to mm-hmm. sort of run the show and say, hey, I'm going to stream, I'm going to take my free time and stream with either my phone or uh, a backpack setup. I know Red Bull came in and gave four backpacks out. Twitch gave LPN one. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there were 11 streams that I counted mm-hmm. that I had listed on Juked, and I was spending a lot of my time just checking uh, Twitch to see, okay, this one's running. All right, I'll throw them in on the group so that they could st- that people could go to one place yeah. and and see, you know, what they actually expected to see. Mm. Um, do you guys have any thoughts on that before I start yelling at things? Well, here's, here's the thing. I think it's – so this is not 100% confirmed, but it sounds logical to me enough that I'm going to share it. Um, so they were not working with Tenno this weekend. Right. right. They were they – were, the rumor mill spinning about, and I don't know this for sure again, but it sounds plausible. I could be completely wrong. Uh, the rumor mill is that they signed a deal with uh, ESL, and ESL outsourced it to another company called Paper Light. Um, so my assumption is that due to this contract, they were not able to allow the channel to be used on Friday has been on social denying involvement. Okay. Interesting. But either way, uh, so I think it might've just been like a contractual thing where they didn't like something got dropped along the way. And because of uh, a contract, they were not able to then stream from the venue itself without it being from separate people's streams. Right. Does that make sense? It does, but it doesn't. But it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think it, uh, the bottom line is this is Capcom trying to grow their esports presence. Mm-hmm. And this is arguably their biggest esports punch of the year. Yep. Evo's up there as well, but that's a shared stage. Mm-hmm. This is all eyes on them. And this is all about the competition. And, and like the, the last chance qualifier is super hype. Remember last year it was super hype. Remember the year that Nemo won it. It was made, it, it delivers. People look forward to that. So I don't really care what the reason is. Mm-hmm. If you are trying to grow your esports base like they are yep. and currently, 
Street Fighter Five is your only avenue of doing that. Yep. How do you not do that? How do you not make fucking sure? Yeah. This happens. Yeah, and I mean, look, uh, for better or for worse, another thing that's going around the rumor mills is that ESL are the same people that uh, are they contracted. Capcom has contracted ESL to do all the Olympic stuff as well. So this is all this is all hearsay stuff that I've seen on Twitter that seems plausible. I don't know if it's true or not. Just wanted to say that I, to me that seems like it's the most plausible thing. But for sure, uh, to let this happen on arguably the most important weekend of the tour, especially when that tournament is. It kind of it's the last. I look at it as the last open bracket tournament of the year for a Capcom Cup. So to not have it stream, I think, is both terrible uh, from a viewer's perspective and terrible from also a player's perspective too. Like imagine all of the people that were going, uh, all of the companies that backed people to go that then didn't get any time on a stream. Exactly you know, to represent their brand. It's, it's it's like not just that, but the stories of the players that that come up through the black bracket, like Blarlad. Like, how many people, if, if you had a full-on stream production, how many people would be able to learn about Blarlad? How many more people would get to learn about Moke, who, let's remember, lost his sponsor halfway through the season mm -hmm. and only got to go to the LCQ because he got crowdfunded? Yep. It, it, it's just, it's frustrating to see that not get the time in the spotlight that it deserves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whichever company uh, handled that, whichever, whatever the reason is, ultimately that falls on Capcom because yep. Capcom Cup and the LCQ are two of the few events on the entire Pro Tour that Capcom owns top to bottom. Mm-hmm. This is their event. It's not like Combo Breaker where they get the Street Fighter portion or the Street Fighter portion of Evo or whatever. This is their baby. And the fact that this happened at their event is just, it's heartbreaking for me. And and, and we'll get into more of that uh, when we talk to some of the other issues. Also, uh, thank you, White Shadow, White Shadow. Uh, for subscribing. For 11 months in a row. 11. Thank you. The big one, too. We're almost at a year. I almost said Twitch baby, but that's at nine months. Anyway, uh, the white shadow. Pardon me. The pardon me. The white shadow or the. You know, uh, really though. You know how? It, if I can be real for a second, you know how it feels is that first and foremost, this is black and white. It's like to me, it, we're not probably not going to know why it didn't happen, uh, but the fact that it didn't happen is the main thing for me. It's like, like I said earlier, you got this esports things going on. Mm -hmm. Capcom, you should have done it, but. They didn't, and they're not going to die because of it. Now, if they make a regular practice out of this kind of a thing, maybe, but I, I think it's just a, a choice that they made, and it was like we're going to eat it as the community that wanted it and didn't get it. It's like, well, tough titty, and things will move forward. I think that's where we stand. But it's, I mean, it's up to them as whether or not they want to acknowledge the community. And I will say that they did acknowledge the community in a handful of ways this weekend but yeah i mean look uh i, w I was thinking of, like my my big thought is like why didn't they just go why didn't they go with the 10 guys 
Why didn't they go with what's been proven to work? And here's the thing. You can argue that, oh, they're, you know, they're gearing up for this Olympics thing. They want to try out this new company, blah, 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 all this other stuff. I feel like on the most important weekend of this tour is not the right time to switch up companies. And I don't know how long ESL has been working with Capcom. I don't know how long ESL has been uh, streaming tournaments, if at all, or if this was their first or whatever. Well, keep in mind, um, we don't know how long the agreement was before this was made. Mm -hmm. But Tenno, uh, they had just done uh, Tekken World Tour Finals in Thailand. Yep. So going from running an event in Thailand to running an event in California the next week, I don't know how how feasible that is. Uh, Spooky, he was in uh, Japan, I believe, for the Grand Blue Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me it, let me counter let me counter with this. Uh, Chris Seglia did say that him and his team were ready to go, but Capcom did not. They didn't want. Yeah, but look at they're they're quote unquote they're getting away with it though. And I and, and I don't want to I don't want that to have more like negativity than than needs be. Uh but like people are kind of just like they had a lot of fun at Capcom Cup and there were other issues that I'm sure we'll get to there. Uh but the, and then they were happy with a lot of the reveals. The balance patch thus far is looking exciting for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People are playing Street Fighter Five. They're talking about IDOM and his like Cinderella story and, and or, or you know a very uh i don't know exciting and, and and dramatic story i guess you could say and, and like they're happy the crowd uh, someone said earlier like capcom managed to fall forward this weekend and i thought oh, that's a pretty good way of saying it because for as much negativity as as kind of went down i think it was a win yeah when 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 the tournament was focused on the games the gameplay was incredible the stories mm-hmm. were incredible it's just the wrapping around that that was yeah a a, a bit of a disheartening thing yeah mm-hmm. um we should probably move on to some of the other things that yeah. went down in Capcom Cup cool. what, what else went um, down in Capcom Cup Steve so obviously we had the last chance qualifier Moke won that on Friday uh, to advanced into the top six or top thirty this was already covered on the highlight I know we could well, only get a screenshot. I'm and sorry. to be the sixth Rashid in Capcom Cup, that's like 18.75 or something like that percent of the characters yeah, in Capcom yeah. Cup are Rashid. It was all about Rashid and Karen winning, except when it wasn't. Yeah, look yeah. at your boy Ryusei on top four. Way to go, chat. Thanks for the pizza. So, um, before the finals of Capcom Cup were decided, we had another championship. Uh, the Street Fighter League World Championship. Uh, this was the thing that was supposed to start at six o'clock local time and ended up starting at about nine. Dope. Uh, and I stayed up for it, so I was up to like one thirty that night. That was uh, that was fun, uh, but I don't think Mago Machibo and you nine. Uh, they ended up winning it over Team Gale in the grand final to take home that $90,000 first prize. Uh, Mago picked a good weekend to uh, to get hot. He only went 4-6 and six during the regular season, but went 4-0, oh, uh, winning all of his matches, uh, first against Team Aurora and then against Gale in the final. Um, so, yeah, uh, nice, nice weekend for Mago, even before Capcom Cup 
was decided. Yep. Man, there's, there's a lot of money being thrown around this weekend. Very, very uh, large amounts of money. A lot of it top-heavy. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll see that when we talk about the yeah. actual results for Capcom Cup. Speaking of which, do we want to go to the actual results of Capcom Cup? Yeah, let's start with the O2 crew. Uh, the crew that uh, went uh, unfortunately went without winning a game. Uh, here's your here's your list: eight to one Strider, Bonchan, Dogara, Fujimura, JB, Kichipamu, NL, and Zenith. Rip all. You know they worked hard <laughs> all, all year. Stream. Half of them lost off stream. That was the other thing. Um, at one point, half of the opening round of the losers bracket went uh, was held off stream. Uh, so Strider was eliminated off stream. Zenith was eliminated off stream. Uh, Fujimura versus Knuckledo was off stream. Mm-hmm. Um, it was high. It, it, I mean, it was hype, but, you know, imagine if you're a fan from Brazil. You know, you you watch Zenith, you're, you're cheering him on, uh, you see him lose his first match, and then that's it. That's all you get the entire weekend. Yep. That's that how it be sometimes. Sucks. I heard um, that there was a lot of disconnects for, with, like, the venue and... Um... I think that's where some of this kind of stuff came from. What do you mean by that? Um, like, like, uh, they'll let you be in for so long, right? So like you have this many hours and such. And so like, it seemed like the communication between the expectations of the venue and what Capcom needed weren't really made. And then by the time it was actually brought up, it was too late because plans and schedules were already set in place, kind of something along those lines. Like, here's another kind of example of it that I noticed just personally. Um, When I had left and come back to the venue, I had to go through the uh, security portion again. And I happened to be going through at the same time that Ona was. And so we went into the uh, the venue um, basically together. And then I walked to the restrooms and he walked to what was like the uh what the like the back room or like i think the green room and the media room for the day and um the guy at the door was you know an employee of the venue and he stopped ono and he and ono's badge was different i noticed it just said ono on it like because everyone knows who that is right but the dude didn't know who ono was from what i could understand i didn't obviously didn't hear their conversation but he kind of like stopped him and then I, I went into the bathroom and then came out and Ono still wasn't in and he had to like leave and it looked like Ono got stopped by security and wasn't even let in. And that was just to me like an example, another example of, of quite a few over the weekend of like a disconnect with the parties that Capcom was supposed to be working with. Um, and that seemed to be kind of a theme. Well, keep in mind too, you know, if, you know, that could be a localized group. That could be someone like not giving them the list of VIPs. That could be a venue issue. That could be a Capcom issue. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm wondering is, remember, we didn't really get to talk about this last week, but during the initial, um, there was the rumor going around that Capcom Cup would be uh, first to two for uh, up to either top eight or top 16, I forget. Uh, and then they w- went back, relented, and it would be top uh, first to three the entire way. 
I wonder how much of this scheduling was based on that being 0-2. Because not only did they, you know, did that in, uh, extend the amount of time they, they had to actually run games, but th- they had so many sets go, you know, 3-2. And so many of those went down to the final game. I think it was something like 18 of the 36 sets that were on stream on Saturday went uh, 3-2, which is at, at some point you've got to put your hands up and say, hey, it's running longer than expected. But even then, you know, it. and, and, and I'll, I'll finish my thought on this when we get into uh, things. But the other, one other thing I wanted to point out on that uh, 0-2 screen, look at the right-hand side. Wait, hold on. I got to pull it back up. Oh, graphic. There we go. Whoops. Wait. No. Spoiler alert. No. Everybody shut your oh, eyes. No. Oh, no. No. Okay, there we go. Oh, there. We're back. So, yeah. How how much do you get for uh, making top 32 in Capcom Cup? Could, could you read that off for me? Uh, money sign 250. $250. Mm, for for busting your butt traveling all over the world fight you know that's a lot of pocky uh, uh, that's a lot of pocky it's not a lot of anything else uh but yeah three less zeros than first place hey i don't know the i don't know the the logistics but if you've qualified are you responsible for your own travel and stuff to stuff like this no, your travel is paid for. Okay. So I'm assuming is, hotel room as well? Well, yeah, but, I mean, we're talking about a prize pool that ended up being in the neighborhood of 370000 They got 0.01% of first places. Yeah, and right? they got 0% right. of the wins. <laughs> they, they had to get so many wins in order to even get to this point. Like, Bonchan finished... In the top three of points, Fujimura finished top ten. How the hell do you justify giving well, these guys two hundred fifty dollars? Two hundred fifty dollars out of three hundred seventy thousand. Because Steve, no one's looking at how much thirty second place got or whatever it is. Twenty, you know what I'm talking about. Last place got. They're looking at first place and how much money's in the pot, and you know that. And I don't disagree with you that it would be nice to have the uh, the, the last place players, the best worst players in the world, or I'm sorry, the worst of the best, get some extra money. Like, that makes total sense. But the, we esports, baby, and you, what brings the headlines, what generates the hype, it's the big number at the front of the pack. Yeah, but I mean, here's, look, here's the thing. Uh, the whole draw of the Capcom Cup now, for the, is the winner gets a quarter of a million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not the whole draw, but that's like their like big talking points. Like quarter of a million dollars, biggest prize pot in FGC history or whatever. Probably that's probably not true, but it's close, I guess. Um and no, it, I think Capcom Cup is the big well, maybe uh E League. But right, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But uh either so way E League was only one twenty. One hundred. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think this is. Yeah, so I was right without wanting to be, right? Uh, as usual, uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, I don't necessarily agree 
of the fact that 250 bucks is too little, especially when travel is already booked for you and you're there on Capcom's dime, right? If if you were not there on Capcom's dime, then yes, I feel like this might be an issue because then you had to uh, like put up all of that money to get there. But at this point, it just seems like a net gain of 250 bucks. But but if you're talking realistically, because you need more than one to make a pro tour work, and if you're someone who is thinking, okay, I can bust my butt to get into the the Capcom Cup Finals, mm-hmm. uh, I can sacrifice my personal life. I can sacrifice time with family uh, all year, and my reward is not enough to cover my flight to the first event of 2020. Why would you, why would you want to continue to do that? It, you need to support those mid tier players so that there remains a mid tier instead of just five guys who have a shot at winning. And then everybody else is kind of ho- along for the dream. I, I don't disagree, but I mean, as far as that would be nice, but we haven't really had a mid-tier payout ever, and people still show up. Well, I mean, well, look, yeah. look, look at it this way. Has Capcom been paying top 32 for Capcom? Cup? Yes. Yes, but basically at this level, like 250, 500,000, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, We're, so, so let, how do we let, fix it? So how do we fix it? Does Should... We, does the winner not get the big pot? I just can't see them doing that. Because like people, it... people actually vote for what they want with what they get hype over, and that's something that they get hype over. It would only take six thousand uh, dollars to give all to boost all of these uh, up to a thousand bucks. Okay, you could take. You know, if the top prize was two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, no one's going to say, "Oh man, that's crap." It's not a quarter of think, a million, though. I don't think Idom would actually be di- like. Obviously, you're going to, from two fifty to two hundred. Ain't great, but if you said next year, okay, you might win two hundred thousand dollars. I don't think anyone's going to say, "You know what? That's not enough." <sighs> I mean, I, look, it's it's one of those things where you can argue that this is their job. You can argue that, uh, you know, they sacrifice X amount of time, money, uh, social life, all of this other stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, how how many people like if we want if we really want to make this uh, distinction, it's like there are a lot of people that don't win. And unfortunately we're at a we're at a spot in the fgc where if you don't win that means you don't get money now i i I do understand the argument that why do we owe it to the players we don't owe like like, like, here's it's 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 not just about owing it to the players it's about giving them a reason to continue because if you don't have those players $250 $250 is not a They're reason to continue. doing it anyway. There's here's, no business argument here. Here's why it's I like... disagree with you, John. Uh, I do understand the argument, and I do empathize and agree with the argument that this is like they've worked all year to get here, right? So they have spent the entire year working towards this, and they've made it to the top 32 players of the entire fucking world in Street Fighter. I do... 
I do agree with the fact that 250 bucks for the trip may not be enough to compensate for that. But at this point, we need to figure out where that money is coming from. And I do like the idea of maybe taking it from, uh, like, like you said, $6,000 and that's covered. Right. Uh, so how do we, I mean, I mean you ultimately we this all is... just go and tweet like, Hey, I think that the last place players should get paid more out or, or, you know, say it on stream enough times that it's going to influence like Capcom changing their big banner of 250 K or whatever it would potentially be to something else. Like, yeah, it's, they're not going to do it. It's yeah. So ultra David brings up a great you have point. to threaten their money in order to, to make that kind of a change happen. So ultra David brings up a very good point in that in esports, the players are both the consumer and the contractors because they're the ones putting on the show. Right. So exactly. I am, I am getting this... swayed slightly by this argument here. Uh, the, this entire tour is an advertisement mm-hmm. for Capcom. Yep. It's an advertisement for how good Street Fighter V can be. Let's reward the players. Like, like the other thing that bothers me is we'll see it when we get to the final screen, mm-hmm. but the entire uh, DLC bonus went to first place. Second place and below got none of that. Yeah. Like, I don't disagree with what you're saying in terms of that's what should happen, but I'm just being realistic of like, but that's not going to change, man. Well, it, it, or so, if it can't change, how would we do that? Yeah, how do we... I don't see what the effective route would be unless unless players would actually like stop showing up, which is what mm-hmm. kind of was threatened on the Tekken World Tour uh, a year ago or so, right? And mm-hmm. and and they changed that, so there is a line. Yeah, I just so don't how... think it's the two hundred fifty dollars for last place line. So how do we enact change at this point? Right, it has to come from within Capcom. Like we can't, we, the three of us cannot do shit. It has to. Like, does this is this going to be the start of like uh, the competitors' union? It would have to be a threat to their wallet. Yeah, is this going to be the start of a competitors' union? Is keep in mind we're going. Which I'm fine with. Over this, I truly feel that last year one of the biggest moments uh, was. Battle for the Strongest, and I know that I mentioned this with last week, but Battle for the Strongest had, you know, they had a Macherino, and the stretch goal uh, was at $7,001 for a tier that was called Bigger Than the TWT Finals, which would have been a bigger pool than the the winner of the Tekken World Tour Finals got it. And, that, and they reached that. And I think that was something that people could point to and say, mm. oh shit, this isn't just a meme, this is a problem. But the Tekken World Tour finals argument was about first place, not well, last even place. Still, you're you're comparing a a AAA titles tour first place of that versus, with all due respect, a twenty year old game being run in someone's apartment. It's a different thing. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, we, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was I'm, actually comparing TWT to Capcom Cup and like the change that happened with TWT changed but it was on the front end of it it was something that they could put in the banner and something like legitimate because i think if you're not paying first place enough people care a lot more and will be a lot more vocal about that than if you're not paying last place enough yeah but two hundred thousand dollars i don't think anyone's gonna say that's not enough there there's plenty of room in this strike to reward the 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 middle class, the lower tier of players or the lower tier of results and still give a very handsome reward to the winner. I mean, if Capcom hears that and and feels like 
taking it down from 250 to 200 would be uh, wouldn't hurt their bottom line at all, then I would hope they. I mean, I would hope they do it regardless because I do think I would like to see lower players get paid out more. Absolutely, that's fine. Um, but from the business side of things, it's like if they think that it won't hurt them, then yeah. But what are the chances well, of that? Well, let's take a look at the rest of the results because we got a get going here. Excuse me. This got yeah. heated. This did. I was not expecting this to pop up. Um, looking at the the one and two crew, the crew that tied for 17th, uh, you had some surprises. Both birds, Angry Bird and Big Bird, Rip. bowed out uh, on Saturday night. Daigo uh, went one and two. Defending champion Gachikun, uh, $500. Momochi <laughs> uh, didn't need to get his license to get all of his money time. 500 bucks. Uh, Knuckle Dew. Sako and Smug are rounding out uh, the tide for 17th. 500 bucks. You finish just outside half the halfway mark of your world finals and you don't even get your flight covered. Yeah. For ne- for your first tournament next year. All right. So then we move on to Sunday uh, when we had the top 16 play and you had some big names falling here. You had... Uh, uh, your first pick, Hot Dog Twenty Nine, Elon, uh, Infectious, who was playing well all day. Luffy went what? Uh, uh, excuse me, Luffy and Moke, the last chance qualifier, uh, both finishing tied for thirteenth. Uh, and then just outside of top eight, you had John Takeuchi, you had Oil King, Problem X, and Sien. Are there any surprises that jump out of you at you saying, hey, this guy did really a lot better than I thought, or this guy didn't do as well as I thought? Hot Dog needed to be higher on that list. Dang it. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, although I, I will say I am very surprised that Moke, Problem X, and Oil King are in this slide. I thought they were going to go. I thought they were going to make a deeper run just from gut feeling, but you know, sure. Yeah. That's my thought. Well, they were probably all playing on the laggy setup. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then I guess let's with the top eight, uh, Machibo and Nemo bowed out in seventh place. Uh, you had five Japanese players and three non-Japanese players in this top eight. And the three non-Japanese players were your top three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nemo Machibo out in seventh. Fudo and Tokido out in fifth. Mago, the last Japanese player standing, uh, he bowed out in fourth. Uh, taking home 12500 Phenom, the guy we always sleep on. You know, he's always up there in the standings and we always think, okay, he's He's the guy that's going to get upset. No, he made himself, he had himself a hell of a run, finishing third, taking up 21K. Punk, the number one overall seed, finishing second uh, to his NLBC running mate, Idom. The stoop kid, he didn't leave the stoop, he just turned the rest of his world into the stoop. Yeah, man, I'm so sad. 150 thousand dollar first prize i'm so sad what when we were doing the draft i was stuck between picking 
Idom or JB, and I went with JB, and now I'm sad about it. <laughs> I forgot JB moved to the West Coast. That's what got me. Didn't you still like win? I guess Steve won it all, huh? Yeah, you still won a bit. Cause, cause I won. I had Punk in on my squad, so. Yeah, but look. Um, so I see a lot of people saying, "Oh, first and second, what a big price shift." Um, look, I started watching UFC recently. Like, the winner of a fight gets a ridiculously gigantic bonus for winning, right? So, like, I don't necessarily mind that. I mean, granted, like, this has nothing to do with me, and I'm not there, and I'm not making that money. So this is just backseat Elon over here, much like everyone else here. Uh, I don't think I'm bothered by that pay gap at all, to be honest. I, granted, I will, say, I will say, I will say, I will say. goes down in, in nature, man. I will say I am bothered by the pay gap for the lower players now that we were talking about how this tournament is the culmination of the entire year, and they've made it to this far. Yes. The pay gap from first to second, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're probably walking home with about the same after taxes. Is oh, there is I'm a UFC kidding. lawsuit going on about uh, prize pools for winners or uh, pr- uh, bonuses? Interesting, huh? Do you? Uh, I mean, we're gonna get into some other stuff, but the last thing I want to say on this is, you know, do we really need? Does the value of first of all, Idom, what a freaking story he is, you know, get yeah. Stoop Kid, the nickname coming from a Hey Arnold character who couldn't leave his little porch area in front of his apartment. He was always threatening. He was always dangerous, but he couldn't leave. Idom really couldn't travel. He didn't travel, um, but only recently was he finally able to show what he could do at big events, and then. Just to see him come through in a situation like this was so incredible. Yep. But does he need seventy three percent, I think it is, of the of the entire prize pool? Does any one person need seventy three percent of that prize pool? I, I, I don't know. I, I think you could 70, still give him, 20, 10, baby. <laughs> you could do I said this before, you could do like two hundred thousand dollars for first. Give mm-hmm. decent rewards to everyone else and still have a very, very large chunk for first. Okay. So, again, my question is how do we enact this change? Do we need a players' union? And that's a, that's me seriously asking. Do we need to start unionizing players so that we can then voice these concerns? I think we're a little – I think we're a little ahead of the curve right now because I don't think that the, this is as big as we're kind of making it out to be. We have a lot of oh, – hey. uh, we got, we got oh, our. Pop- are we being joined by Wild Mike? Oh, Papa Mike is back. All right, I wasn't going to say anything. Mike, what do you have to say about this? Well, um, apparently nothing. I don't see my uh, my face on the webcam. Yeah, we don't see your face either. Yeah. You're just the. Yeah. You're just the uh, the Discord uh, pig. I think it is. That's there. All there right. There he is. Hello. Welcome back, Mike. See, what are we talking about? Mike Don't is, let me interrupt you. Mike is Should here. Capcom Cup payouts be uh, less top heavy? La, last place got two hundred and fifty bucks. Second place got fifty k, while first place got two hundred and fifty k. Is that bullshit, or is that the way things work? Well, you know the FGC cyclical when we've been doing this show for how long? Like four or five years? I think so it's got to be like at least three. <laughs> and. This has to have been the ninth or tenth time we've had this conversation. Yep. Right. Uh, 
I still think, yeah, I mean, I think it should be way more spread. I think with, what was it, 250K for first place? Yep. Yes. That is enough to make a huge amount of difference in a lot of the FGC's life. And I would say 50K would be enough to make a huge amount of difference in a lot of FGC's life. And I would say 10K would still even be at that level. And I think spreading it a little bit would go a long way in helping more people. I just think there's no argument against it. Right. We're there's not, no, no one here is saying that we should per- do that. Oh, yeah. No, no, but no. Will they ever, is there an argument yeah. that you could get so, the business Capcom to not do that, to give up their 250K banner to first place? Yeah. The question is, how do we enact this change then? Just call it a 500K tournament or a million dollar tournament. No one's going to look any further into that and be like, oh, shit, first place only got 100K instead of 250K and there's the same amount of money in the pot, like, this is an illegitimate tournament. I don't I don't feel like anyone's ever not watched an event because the prizing was split in a different way. You just advertise the money in the whole pot, and that's what they already do anyway. Yeah, so how do we how do we get Capcom on the same boat? I, I don't know how to get them to do anything. Or, or I would have <laughs> yeah. made them do a lot of different things already. Yep. Vega would be the best fucking character in the game. <laughs> He's not. So... We should probably get into some of the other things we wish they did. Um, there were so many uh, points where, you know, not not only did they not show, not stream the LCQ, not only did they have some matches off stream uh, for Capcom Cup itself, but you saw on social media and if stadium, so many instances of the wrong player's name being uh, listed under the you know, on their screen, the wrong country <laughs> flag being listed. Uh, Nemo got moved to South Korea for some reason. Uh, you had, I believe it was smug and problem X had their pictures swapped at one point. It got to the point where the side panels that had that extra information, they just turned them off. Yep. It was just so to watch i feel like for me and and the pocky thing the pocky thing let me say something about the pocky thing real quick because hey, please good say and, uh, something about the pocky, thing. the pocky thing was a gimmick everyone knows that so you're not intelligent by saying oh it's just a stupid thing that doesn't matter it wasn't supposed to matter it was an opportunity to get super you know wrestling star kenny omega and Rob TV, who happens to be kind of an up-and-coming, definitely good-in-front-of-the-camera kind of guy, to be on the stage at the same time and not be completely enveloped in the competition and put on a back-and-forth show, a WWE-style thing, and get Pocky money. Hey, that that's fine, and everyone knows what that is, and it's like, it's okay if it's sort of lame. Also, it just so happened that the way that whole thing ended was actually very enticing and epic. When it started... I know the the entire internet groaned and no one at the venue was watching it. I was playing casuals and everyone was on their phone and whatever. Maybe the front row was watching it because they didn't have a choice. But by the end of it, everyone was locked into it because it played out in dramatic fashion. And the unfortunate thing is, here's another example of just the unfortunate disconnect that Capcom had with the parties that were putting on their event. As Kenny Omega makes a last second comeback and, and it's like this photo finish... Um, I'm not going to go into the details of the way the game was played, but it was basically the meter was filling up and it, it was photo finish of it having to be in this one spot. 
and it actually played out and they cut away from the game feed just as the finish line was being crossed <laughs> and they showed Kenny Omega and then there was just a moment of confusion so what was going to be the climactic perfect ending to exactly what you wanted out of this gimmick they missed that too despite the fact that the stars aligned for it so it did its job it did its job well but once again Capcom or whomever was responsible for running the the tech booth got in the way that's not my problem with it you know it, first of all obviously Pocky being a big sponsor of the pro tour of course they're going to do something to get value out of that i don't have the problem with the segment i don't have a problem with them doing something promotional on stage with that my issue is this uh they built a special version of the game <laughs> With this Pocky KO mode installed. Which means that even though we have, there are issues in the game that we wish they would spend time on, someone in development spent time to, to create, test, and make and put into this earth this Pocky KO thing that no one really wants. And not only that, but it's sort of like, this is what bothers me about everything that happened. The core of what we're about, the core of why we're part of this community is the competition, is the fighting games. It's it's either being there or watching two people be at their best, see who's better. Stuff like that, when, when that's the centerpiece of an event, everything else is fine. These up these other issues, not streaming the LCQ, you know, not streaming all of the matches, that tells me, that tells the viewer that the competition isn't the centerpiece. It isn't what matters. And when you do extra stuff like this, you pick take resources and pour it into something like the Pocky thing, as funny as Kenny Omega was, and I love the guy, that that's what leaves a sour taste in my mouth. It feels like like I, I'm fine with Capcom making mistakes and saying that they've made mistakes, but I want them to understand why this was a mistake, and I'm not sure they do. You know, they at the LCQ, there was a there were two setups for the Pocky Challenge, and and the Event Hubs guys and and myself, we sat down, and like the first thing that was said was, "Man, this looks like a really good spot for a stream station." So I, I hear you loud and clear there. Although I do think that when people bring up the Pocky Challenge, they're more talking about how it was a corny, dumb gimmick that looked weird or dumb or something like that. And that's what I was talking to. But I absolutely don't disagree with what you're saying here. I would absolutely love them to be working on the game and the problems we care about more than, you know, getting closer to the sponsors. I like what Dehado said, uh, where if Pocky had sponsored Roback Netcode, they would be celebrated and welcomed oh, into the FGC for the next decade there would well, be there rollback net code. it's just shitty rollback net code. yeah but it is currently rollback net it could code be pocky rollback <laughs> it could be pocky rollback net code yeah that's a yeah. smart it would be gg pocky o <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i missed but my my thoughts on the weekend were that they got really saved by how incredible the matches were it was definitely like in terms of competition, maybe like the best one yet. Tons of reverse 3-0s, tons of great matches, and incredible comeback finals. I really feel like the sentiment and the excitement for Season 4 would be completely different 
if Punk had 3-0 steamrolled IDOM at the end. Like, I yeah. think it was so important for Capcom that it worked out the way it did. Because, honestly, outside of the matches, it was a terrible fucking event. And I feel yeah. I will pull no punches on that. But the matches were amazing. So, it, it really... And, and I'll say the commentary was really good, too. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the commentators were on their best game this weekend. I thought in terms of straight up Street Fighter Five, plus the people playing and talking about it, best they've done. Everything else that Capcom had to do, trash, garbage. Yeah, John, how was the venue? By the way, I heard a lot of complaints about people complaining about how small the venue was and how it was uncomfortable to get in and out and all that other the, stuff. Right, the LCQ was jam packed because it was like um, the the Novo is a club, and then there's also a theater aspect of it. The LCQ was held in like basically the nightclub. That's where we also had the after party. Um, but then, and, and that was congested, but it just felt like a traditional nuts to butts kind of street fighter or, or fighting game community event. Like it was like in super arcade or something like that. The, uh, the other venue or the other part of it where, um, Saturday and Sunday played out, that was great. Uh, as far as there was plenty of seating room, there were, well, there were four setups, which is pretty minimal, but Hey, with people playing casuals and having fun, uh, there's a whole, uh, balcony area up top for anyone that had VIP where you could go up and, and, um, the presentation was very nice. Uh, so to be there, a lot of, I'll say just someone who was attending in person, it didn't hit me how bad people were receiving it until I looked on social media. And I think there were absolutely some problems with it. The LCQ thing is an easy, just that by itself is a big issue. Um, but I think it's also getting a worse rap than deserved. That's coming from someone that was there because my experience is pretty damn good. Um, I know I have some advantages of being able to like see the matches live and such, but to me, it felt like a pretty good event. I enjoyed myself the whole time and there was nothing distracting me from enjoying the event. Um, so that's kind of how I measure it. Yeah, I mean, there's always, with, with Street Fighter and with Capcom, there's going to be a, a snowball effect on all the hating, for mm-hmm. sure. I think mm-hmm. that's become pretty much unavoidable in people. I mean, that's that's part of the weird nature of the FGC, right? It's the FGC. It's multiple fighting games. And everyone wants their fighting game to be the popular one. So, well, there are st- haters of Street Fighter or, like, or Capcom events. A lot of the times it's the people who don't play Capcom games hating on them that are part of the FGC. And it's, it's a kind of thing where, like, some of it's real hate. Some of it's I want my game to be up there instead hate, and that's just part of the scene. And it's yeah. it can be it can it, it brings us together and it tears us apart. You know. You know what I just realized? We haven't even gotten into the lag yet. Nope. Uh, so do you want to tee it up? I'm still eating pizza. I, I guess like oh go ahead. No, go ahead, Mike. I mean, you can you can tee it up. I mean, basically, from what I understand, people were specifically more so on the player two side. From mm-hmm. what I heard, people were complaining that it was laggy, and and I would write it off completely if it was certain players. But there were certain players who said it that I won't write off as easily, like so, Momochi. Yeah, like Momochi. So I think there's a decent chance that it did happen, and. Those consoles can lag if overheated, and certain setups can make things happen. And while I think there's a lot of confirmation bias in in whether or not setups are lagging, and there's a lot of players who, the second they hear someone else say "yeah," like they'll, they'll they're quick to blame it. But there were people who I I believe wouldn't lie about these problems saying it. So hard to say. Yeah. Well, didn't didn't we have like data that kind of confirmed that like 
uh, player two side lost a lot more matches than player one did. At least well, at the I, beginning, yeah. I, I calculated it for uh, day one. And uh, overall, the player one side went 22 and 14 versus the player two side. However, that doesn't um, seem statistically relevant. To me. Yeah, 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 that seems it, negligible. Well, what's more, uh, what's more to that? Uh, the way they did it uh, was like the entire first round. The higher seeded player was on the player one side, mm-hmm. so it'd be like one thirty two, sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen. So I, I went back and I looked at the higher seeded player versus the lower seeded player, and the higher seeded player also went twenty two and fourteen. Okay. okay. When the higher or when the lower seeded player was on the player one side, uh, that happened eight times, and the lower seeded player went four and four. So I I don't know if you can really pull a whole lot of conclusions for that from that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because the other the thing I was thinking it could be, and especially if we're again working with a new uh, new production company that's not Tenno. Uh maybe they put the splitter on the way to like or not the splitter but like the capture card on the way to the second monitor or something or maybe like you know that's what I was thinking like maybe one of the monitors had uh took the brunt of the input delay or uh the display delay for like the splitter or the capture card. Well and and they hook I don't know how this really works so I don't know if this is relevant or not. But at Capcom Cup specifically, it's hooked up to a lot of different stuff, man. I, it, I don't know if it's more than the average major, but it's on a lot of different screens simultaneously. Um, and then they also have, I don't know, like the stats and such being presented in front of them, on, on the monitors in front of them. And so I imagine there's a few more cables and a few more connections that are having to be made because this happened last year too. Remember Chris T and I forget it. I think someone else brought it up too, that one of the, la- the monitors at the um, – uh, Las Vegas Esports Center arena was lagging. Um, so maybe it's just something with how they do Capcom Cup. It can be a lot of things. I mean, if there's like, I, I don't know how good PS4s are with it, but Xbox 360s were notably bad as far as power draw, certain things getting plugged in. There was a certain converter called the Cronus mm-hmm. that would lag the I inputs for the other player. And it was super notable. It was like completely undeniably bad. Yeah, I remember um, they, got, so they got banned. <laughs> we have enough like smart people in the FGC who are experts on this that I feel like I shouldn't be the one talking about it. But <laughs> there may or may not have been lag. And it's certainly an ugly look. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's It's one of those weird things where I get why Punk tweeted it, but it just looks really salty. But if it's true, then you can understand why he would be salty. Yeah. Well, it wasn't just Punk, too. It was Momo- sure. uh, Zenith, who was the second match of of the day on that station. Uh, Momochi ended up tweeting out about it as well. I forget who else. But he, but Punk was not the only Angry player Bird. to bring that up. Right. Angry Bird did mention it. Was it Angry Bird that stopped playing? Yeah. Yes. We, he was we, the we, one. Yeah. yeah. He got angry. He was... He, he was the one who uh, actually stopped the match after game two. It was tied one one, and he and he uh, 
they they took the break to try and get that sussed out. They, so. they replaced the PS4, from what I recall. He talked to ESPN about it a little bit too, but there wasn't a ton of new information in the interview. Yeah. So what's the what's the solution? Should we go back to uh, one monitor setups where two people sit next <laughs> to each other? This isn't usually a problem. So yeah. I mean, maybe just like hire a production team who knows what they're doing about. Yeah. It. Go back to 10. It should take the money that they give to like the last two brackets of players, and they should invest that into a better. <laughs> you get you get a paper uh, certificate. Now. I'm not even it's sure we should pay first unless they get a certain amount of perfects. Oh, it's God, gotta be sense. like like honestly, we're not we're holding players to too low a bar here. <laughs> their money. Oh, did Problem X complain about it too? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's. Yep. The lag issue, right? Did we have anything else we wanted to say about the lag? No, uh, we've holy crap, we've got a whole lot to go. Yeah, in all right, 15 so minutes we have 15 minutes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Best of Speed, uh, where the bus goes at 60 miles an hour, and if it goes any slower, the Doomsday Countdown from Canada Cup's coming back. Um, oh, God, so uh, let's talk reveals. Uh, we talked about all the crazy shit. Let's talk reveals. Uh, first. Uh, ono smacking the shit out of Kenny Omega with a chair. And by smacking the shit, I mean I'm using that very loosely. <laughs> uh, it was not a great chair shot, I must say. No. But, I thought it was cringe, but people seemed to like it. Uh, it, it went down well, though. Yeah. Uh, so they finally announced the Seth. Well, yeah, let's go for the character first, and then we'll, we'll talk about the other stuff. So they announced Sethany. the Seth. Sethany. <laughs> Sethany. <laughs> Uh, here's the oh, here's man. the trailer. I uh, also like how I called this out like three months ago, or however long ago it was that I called this out. This was leaked a long time ago. Was it really? I did not know that. Yeah, it it was rumored. I you know I have to give Capcom credit for somehow figuring out a way to give Seth uh, bikini costume options. <laughs> the Seth beach costume is probably I guess I guess we haven't even looked at those yet. But yeah, here's Seth. Uh, looks a little different than last time. Um, Just a little bit. I think Seth looks cool, man. I cannot wait to get my hands on this character. If Seth is going to be as fun to play as Gil has been fun to explore, I cannot wait. Uh, that I, that lo- real uh, like steal a move thing looks yeah. really cool. It's going to be a different, unless the knockdown properties are the same for everyone, it's going to be like a different move that Seth players have to learn for every different character. That's what'll make it I fun. like this trailer because at one point you see the Seth shimmy out of a grab setup into a combo. It looks like the player knows what they're doing. It's not just like a collection of random special moves. Like you're really watching Seth fight. Well, and Matt I Edwards' skill breakdown was like that too. He, a they, huge deal for fighting games compared to what we normally get. I mean, like, compare this to a DBFZ trailer where it's, like, you see Gohan's foot, like, and his mouth for, like, three <laughs> seconds, and then then it's over. This is way better than that. So, good job, Capcom. Yeah, there's... yeah they've been leveling these up for sure. Yeah, there's Stephanie. Uh, yeah, they, they show, like, meaty setups, and they show, like, shimmies, and they show, uh... Yeah, I don't know. This is crazy. Whoever's doing these, good on them. Is it... Is it... Uh, Matt Edwards. I don't know if Edwards does these, but uh, he'd be the one that I would I would guess. I mean, he does the um, the breakdowns and does yeah. the same kind of stuff there, and he knows what to do. So good chance. But could it be like I don't know, Kim one two three four or something like that. Could 
Could be. Uh, either way, uh, how do we feel about Seth? Looks I think Seth was a good... Uh, they did a surprisingly good job with a character that everyone was ready to not be interested in. Yeah, now yeah for sure. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting it to be a home sort of thing, but they really did a good job uh, changing Seth up in a way that is unique and and not just, you know, the gender thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Seth actually looks like an interesting character to play with. Mm-hmm. If it had been pure SF4 Seth, people would have been ready to boo. And, like, mm-hmm. like I, I'm just imagining an alternate dimension where, as I said, Punk wins 3-0 and they release SF4 Seth. It would have been, like, horrible. <laughs> but instead, Ida makes an amazing comeback and we get cool, like, 80s whatever set this set and it's awesome yeah so i've been seeing rumors about how a couple of sets moves look like makoto and oro's moves and i just want to say this people are like oh that means makoto and uh oro are gonna be in the game fuck off seth in street fighter 4 had yurian uh kicks and stuff so it's not true stop it and yeah stop it yeah and also one other thing people really didn't like him because he was a a, he was a robbery ass character, you know, and his vortex was really strong. And um, he was hyped to watch, but he was very uh, Street Fighter Five-y in certain ways in Street Fighter Four, and not the most fun character to play against. And that was for some pretty like obvious things that I think will be easily changed in his gameplay in Five. So if we're happy with the design thus far, I think there's a good chance we'll. I mean, I, mean, I, I don't think that the gameplay his 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 gameplay is going to be automatically that same frustrating thing that we're our brains are going to instantly default to because that's all we really know about the character i think that there's a good chance that they do a good job with him and that he's interesting in different ways and uh and maybe it's a sudden like home run that we never expected or at least it's not a failure that a lot of people were thinking it would be word any more thoughts on seth animations also look better than i think the last set of characters so that's good too they should tweak Sakura's animations, though. Yeah, and that's play. another conversation yeah, for another fault. day. But yeah. yeah, everybody has bad animations. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, okay, let's talk about Capcom Cup 2020. We have ten minutes to do so. Yes, because we are looking at a very different uh, CPT. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they announced some of the details uh, after Capcom Cup. Uh, the biggest change off the bat is that Capcom Cup is going to have 40 finalists. 40. Up from 32. 40. So there goes, that, we... idea, there goes that idea of getting <laughs> the lower end uh, people who place on the lower end more money. Well, yeah, let's, uh, let's take a step <laughs> back. How do we get that 40? Well, here we go. Uh, here we go. So there's going to be 16 players who get in via the global leaderboard. Um, it's going to be a more condensed, uh, leaderboard. It's going to have 14 premier events, 18 ranking events, and those are going to be split in half. So there's going to be two half seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, you'd have, you presume that the big mid season update will fall after, uh, that first half. Uh, so the top eight from, from, the spring uh, spring half and then top eight from the summer half uh, make it to Capcom Cup. Yep. Uh, the Capcom Cup winner, uh, Idom, has ar- earned his spot. Uh, there will be a last chance qualifier mm-hmm. uh, as well. So one through that. That's 18. Yep. 
The other 22 come from this program called the World Warrior Challenge. Yeah, the World Dojo Challenge. It sounds very much like either Dojo Events or uh, Dojo Goal, where they talk about, uh, you know, local getting investing in local competition and investing in uh, areas that don't necessarily have that big scene. So uh, there will be uh, regional leagues. Uh, details of that will be revealed later. The winner of each of those leagues, all 22 of them, will qualify for Capcom Cup. Mm-hmm. So we now have basically half the field will be uh, – based on regional competition, local competition. Yep. Is this a way... Is this the way of the future where uh, they're basically going to outsource tournaments to the local scenes? I don't know. Is the way of the future not include Evo? Is he not on there? Oh, shit. Evo is not listed on Premier Event as of now. It is, you know, Capcom is placing a lot of emphasis on the... Uh, Intel World Open Mm -hmm. and there's only a one week gap between that and Evo so if you'll remember a couple years back uh, Tekken World Tour did not have Evo as an event for various reasons whether this is going to be the same thing whether this serves as its own World Warrior Challenge who knows Um, but that's going to be very interesting Evo as a ranking event would be insane that would be crazy. <laughs> I, it's one we're, we're talking about it a little bit, and one of the uh, possible explanations is that well, Evo is soon to be. I mean, it's the Canons, right? And they have their own game coming out, and maybe Evo's going more in that direction. Smash is already the big game there right now, and and such. It's like maybe they don't need Street Fighter, and maybe Evo and Capcom have gone their separate ways a little bit. Um, it's also a little early for that, because that game's not ready yet, but I don't know. It's it, it's going to be interesting. Could you pull that graphic up yeah. uh, of the premieres? Yeah, let's look at all the premieres here. So we have uh, mo- notably uh, no more final round at the beginning of the year. Uh, now it's Brussels Challenge March 20th, Good riddance. 20th to the 22nd. <laughs> Uh, then Southeast Asia Major in Singapore, uh, the mix-up in April, Combo Breaker in May, our boy Javi, Texas Showdown, now a premiere event on May 1st through the 3rd, um, what I assume is a logo for the North American Regional Finals. Asia Premiere. Oh, Asia Premiere. Well, I'm a bigot now. Uh, Bam, all the way in Australia on March 29th, 31st, CEO, Game Over, which... If I read correctly, Game Over is going to be either the first or the last tournament. The last. It's of the last the first tournament. half of the season. Okay, so Game Over will be Game Over for the first half of the season. The first act, as you were. Uh, versus Fighting. Uh, what is that PPL logo? People Premier League. That's the uh, Chinese Premier League. Okay, the People's Premier League of China. Uh, East Coast Throwdown. This is the first time they're a premiere event, right? After yes. the whole bracket floating shenanigans a couple years ago? Yes. So they're back. Uh, first attack, Puerto Rico, and the fight. Um, I should also note that uh, if you look at Combo Breaker, they list the dates as May 22nd through 24th, which is the weekend of uh, weekend before 
Memorial Day. Uh, that tournament has traditionally been on Memorial Day. Uh, the Hado on Twitter said that they are still aiming for uh, Memorial Day. Dates have not been finalized. Uh, if you don't know, uh, Pheasant Run, which is the venue that has hosted Combo Breaker for the mm-hmm. last few years, has gone through um, some very hard times. They laid off about 70% of their staff. Uh, oh, they've wow. canceled convention bookings for 2020, so which means Combo Breaker is not going to be there. Uh, Rick is currently lo- in negotiations uh, for a new venue for that tournament. Interesting. So I'm excited, man. Uh, well, and just to, to briefly talk about that, I mean, Pheasant Run hosted what a lot of people would call the greatest fighting game tournament of all time. Salute it for that. But uh, I think they'll do a great job wherever they go. So, And I think there's advantages to being closer to the city. So looking forward to it. Yep. Which, which is one thing um, that, uh, that he did mention on Twitter, that there, there's a tentative venue that could be it that – Obviously, not to kind of announce details, but it would be closer to the city than uh, Pheasant Run has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should probably mention P- P1 Sean reminded me in the chat if you read the rules for this, uh, the 2020 Capcom Cup winner or the 2019 Capcom Cup winner automatically qualifies for Capcom Cup 2020. Mm-hmm. Capcom Cup 2020 winner does not automatically qualify for Capcom Cup 2021. Mm hmm. Now, the last time that happened uh, was when Kazunoko won in 2015. He was not auto-qualified for 2016 because 2016 was uh, held on a new game, Street Fighter V. Does this mean that that 2021 is going to see Street Fighter VI? I don't know. Maybe they're just doing something different. Who knows? But that speculation is going to be out there now. We don't even know if there will be a Capcom Cup 2021. That's true. You know, there, there's still a lot to be settled. But uh, yeah, Power Stone three incoming. That's all we can gather from that. There's probably a decent chance there's a new game by 2021. Yeah, mostly. They'll have some pretty heavy competition by then in whatever the Riot Fighters called. Yeah, and yeah, it'll be. I'm looking forward to 2021. I think that's going to be a big year for fighting games. But hopefully 2020. Speaking of, uh, I do want to hit the. Do we have anything else we want to hit on on Capcom Cup or Street Fighter Five before we move on? No, and yeah, I know where you're going. Go for it. Yeah. So speaking, Vegas still sucks. So there we go. Okay. Uh, speaking of getting a big ear for fighting games, uh, Mortal Kombat 11 announced that it is now fully crossplay. It's going to be crossplay. So. PlayStation 4s can play with the Xboxes. The Xboxes and PlayStation 4s can play with the Steamses. I think the Nintendo Switch is in there somewhere. That's tight. Uh, so remember, like, last year when Fortnite was doing it that I said, hey, this is probably going to happen fighting games in the next year. Look what's happening now. Somebody owes me a pizza. No, no, we're not I'll doing get right it. on it. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's going to be John anyway. Yeah. yeah, let me just Venmo you. Uh, there, of course, will be like a sleuth of crazy testing uh oh it's not fully crossplay so playstation and xbox for now uh according to some people in the chat uh but still big step forward for i believe gaming and the fgc in general right so so i think the rest of this we should probably 
uh, save for. Uh, we should probably mention skip the grand blue stuff for now. Okay, because uh, that is a full conversation. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, we can speed through these. Uh, all right. Here yes. we go. Ready? Yes. Wan Fu's out for Sam Show on Wednesday. Rachel's out for DOA six today. Frosty Faustings announced as a Sam Show qualifier. All right. Those are the rest of our topics today. Actually, there are two more things. Two more things. First, Steve, who won the pizza? Oh yes, uh, the pizza was won by Siege TVV TVW. TVW. Excuse me. He was the only player in our contest who drafted both IDOM and Punk, so he had all grand finals to himself. Uh, we will be messaging you after the show to hook you up with your gift card for pizza. Congratulations! Enjoy it. Uh, my friend. Yes, big claps. Um, Rebel Kumite is next weekend. Uh, here, uh, this weekend. This weekend, sorry. And we have an announcement. A big old show announcement. The besties yes. are coming back. Yes. So we are going to do our uh, annual year end slash year beginning awards. The besties will be busting out our suits and ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, follow us on Twitter because tonight I will be tweeting out the link to our discord. Uh, for those of you who are not part of it any already, uh, we will have several categories that you'll be able to choose from make your nominations over the next couple weeks uh, because we're not going to have a show this coming week uh, or at least a regular show uh, due to the Christmas holiday. Uh, Elon might do a little something, but we'll yeah, I'm see. Jewish, so maybe we'll have like a Jewish stream. There you go. Um, so the top nominees over once the two weeks are over, when we come back to our uh, show on thirty first, uh, we'll take the top nominees from each category. We'll let you vote on those, and then January seventh, twenty twenty, will be our third annual besties. Third annual. And uh, so, yeah, get excited for that. Steve is going back in the bushes. Right? Yes. You, it was this past year that you wound up in the bushes, right? At the red carpet for the besties? It was. That was right. Uh, uh, we're going to have more crazy stuff. I'm going to build out more assets so it's nice and sparkly again. And uh, Oh, and one last thing before we go is our question of the day, in my opinion. The best question of the day we've had on this show so far is – uh, basically, Twitter voted and saying that I am a genius. So thank you, Twitter. Good night, Canada. Thank you, Twitter. I really appreciate your voting uh, in solidarity for my genius, and I appreciate you recognizing it. Now, with that said, <laughs> now with all of that said, uh, thank you for joining Best of Five today. Uh, all of my cohorts have left me uh, because I am too much of a genius for everybody. So thank you for being here, and uh, we'll be back. Uh, uh, oh, stay tuned to Twitter. I'll have a tweet about when what's going on for next week. But thanks for hanging out with us. Let's go rate up Ultra Chen TV. Uh, I'm going to type up the forward slash raid Ultra Chen TV. So everybody join in on this raid. Tell Ultra Chen we said hello, and we'll be back. Uh, not... This may, uh, in two weeks. Full, we'll be back fully in two weeks. So thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm going to hit the raid button now. Goodbye. Since everybody else decided to leave. Goodbye.